Good morning. It's October 25th. Almost 11 a.m. I'm out sitting outside. Mm, this is Ruth Whitstein, by the way. Sitting outside, enjoying the coolness of October. And just looking at the news that I saw on the current state of affairs in America. I have said many times I don't want to make this a political cast, but there's some stuff going on, people. Better get out there and vote, you know, um, because I'm just going to come right out and say it. I'm a liberal Democrat. And uh, our lives depend on changing the current administration. Things are really in bad shape right now. Um, you may be beating your chest for me saying that, but times have come that, <coughs> excuse me, that um, we're seeing some serious fascist-like behavior in the White House. I, you know, studied enough history and saw enough horrible speeches growing up, um, you know, in school and what have you from Hitler, the things he had said and, and, um, how he rallied his people behind his cause to be so devilish. And we're seeing it again now. We're seeing it again. And it's our current president. And I, you know, I'm, I'm very depressed right now to say that. Um, I miss our old President Obama so much. I find um, the lack of integrity and intelligence in the White House just daunting. I feel as though uh, rhyme and reason have just been thrown out the window. You know? It's sad. So, having said that, my depression levels have gone through the rough. I'll be truthful. Um, our current commander-in-chief has triggered my depression. He really has. He's made me just very sad every time I see him talk. His hatred towards the vast majority of the American people who believe in equality and uh, peace and intelligence, education, you know, science, rational thinking, logical thinking. His disdain for those folks just breaks my heart. His desire to kick everyone to the curb that isn't Caucasian, you know, with his background or whatever, you know, I mean... <clears throat> He's been making up so many things about this, the immigrants <clears throat> that want to come here. This whole country was founded on immigrants. You know, I am an, I have ancestral immigrants, you know. Um, my mother's side Swedish, my father's side German Jew. You know, that's, they came over here to seek a better life. And uh, their grandparents did. 
my father's grandparents knew to come because they could feel it heating up in Germany, you know. And uh, <clears throat> there's no telling if my grandparents, great-grandparents, you know, hadn't, if they hadn't come, my father might have been in a concentration camp for all I know. It's I don't know, my mom and dad are both passed now. My mom just passed away about a month ago. Not quite a month ago. And uh, I'm still dealing with that, so I'm depressed about that. But I mean, it's like, and you know what's interesting? My folks, both of them, my mom and dad both were Republicans, conservatives. <clears throat> I really don't know if giving the current state of disdain towards education. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. Let me, let me pause this. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, it's an early morning and we had rain last night. It's kind of making me feel... Anyway, um, you know, my mom and dad were both educators. You know, my dad was an educator, professor of sorts, and a, and a writer. And, and, you know, my dad was all about education. And I'm thinking... If he were alive today and saw the way this man was representing the Republican Party, which he liked, um, I think he would lose it. I do. Because, you know, my dad was, I think I told you, maybe I don't know if I did say anything about this, but, you know, my folks, my dad in particular, hide our, hid our Jewish nature from all of us. It's kind of hard to do that, though, when you do the family tree and you find it. I don't think he knew I'd find it. I found it. He was scared. He was scared up until the 80s and 90s. My God, he was scared. He would say not derogatory things towards the Jews, but basically like, you know, he wasn't one of them. And yet what I found out to see was, you know, grew up in Jewish community. Um, many of them... To, you know, and all his friends were, he, I don't know why he hit it. I think he was just scared, but you know, now look at what's going on with anti-Semitism, just sweeping the nation. I think I understand. Maybe he knew something was coming. You know, my mom, Swedish, English, Jewish. She didn't really hide the fact that there was Jewish in her family, you know, Jewish uh, ancestry in her family. But, but you know, she was raised Presbyterian, believe it or not. My dad was actually, when he came over here, when his family came over here, they changed their religion and he was raised Lutheran. You know, what a big jump, huh? And uh, I have been on this quest to try to figure out who I am my whole life, which probably has led me to, um, you know, and of course this is about bipolar. These are my bipolar chronicles. You know, I, I don't know if me finding out the truth, you know, in amongst all the other things that went on in my life was a bit of a trigger. You know, it wasn't until I just, I really got, um, somebody who could, look deep into our background and where they found it anyhow. Uh, but having that, having said that, you know, and I, my daughter, 
my biological daughter, she's a Native American. So what's interesting is I have a, I have a very big, diverse history, ancestral history, many of it immigrants. And so, you know, when you see a president who's so against immigration, it makes no sense because the majority of the people living here in the United States of America have extensive backgrounds like this. You know, they come from other places. They don't come from here. See? So it's really hard to listen to him talk about all immigrants are bad. I mean, heck, he's married to a woman who's an immigrant. <laughs> what is that, you know? He says she gets a green pass because she was a yeah. She was a nudie, a nudie star, you know. She she's she was his model that he helped her with her papers so she could stay. <clears throat> and so she gets a special green pass because she's the first lady, but everybody else is thrown to the curb. Seriously? I mean, it's not just Mexicans and 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 the Iranians are thrown to the curb. I've heard stories of other people from other countries, you know, his European where he comes from, people thrown back, you know, he's, he's kicking everyone out that's not from here. And he seems to be picking on the people though, that don't look Caucasian enough. That's what I've noticed. It's very disturbing. His daughter's married to a Jew. And so I, I wonder what that's all about, you know, because he has, he shows his disdain for the Jews. It's just right out there that he doesn't even try to hide that shit blows my mind blows my mind makes me really want to try to find my 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 true jewish roots and embrace them i mean i have been studying this a little bit not enough obviously but i mean i tried when my daughter my biological daughter was younger when this wonderful person found my true heritage for me um tried to confront my father and he just oh that's not true my other, my brother tried to tell me that we had Native American ancestry in us, and we don't. We don't. There's nothing there, folks. <laughs> the only ancestry that we have is my daughter, who is because I, I'm happen to marry a Native American. You know, it's funny, but, but, uh, no, no German, German Jew, and and then of course for you to go back, and they came over from Israel. So it's, it's comical to, my folks just tried so hard to hide all that, you know. I mean, my grandpa, David Ira, how could you deny that one, hey? <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine with this. I'll be fine. So anyhow, I just, uh, I'm, right now, the word verklempt. I'm verklempt. I've been studying a little bit of Yiddish here and there. I like that name. I like that word, verklempt. I, am verklempt. I don't even think I'm saying it right, verklempt. I feel that way right now with the current administration that's going on. Um, and but, but given the fact that his disdain for, for the Jews, anybody, anybody who isn't Christian, he has disdain for. And, but his behavior is so not Jesus-like. You know, Jesus was a Jew. He wasn't a Christian. That's the part that just blows my mind. He was a Jew not a Christian. He did change the ways of many people, paved the way for a change. And I am really in big question even in that religious nature, 
you know, I, I know I'm getting off the, the thing of bipolar, but these are the things that torment me, um, keep me awake at night, make me sit and wonder, uh, you know, was Christ really crucified for the sins of the man of the world? Was he really, you know, in my reading of the Holy Bible, I have a hard time with it because I feel like he was just used. I feel like he was just misunderstood. His message was darn near Buddhist and Hindu. Buddhist, more Buddhist than anything. And not even really Jewish. So it's like he stepped out from his group and went, you know, between the ages of 12 and 34, Jesus is, there's no record in our Christian group, Christian uh, scriptures of what he was up to. But yet, there are Buddhists that have records, ancient records dating back to his time, that talk about this man. Only was a young boy when he came in like 13 years old and he stayed with them and studied with them until he was in his 30s and then he left. He studied and he taught and he saw that his feelings and his 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 uh, beliefs were in line with them. They thought he was a wonderful man. He had abilities too, like literal supernatural abilities to heal people. There were things about him. He is it, the, the similarities are just too great. That was Jesus, I believe. And when he comes back and he does all this, you know, goes back to, to Jerusalem, Bethlehem, whatever. I, see, I'm not even that smart on where he his travels, but I, I read this, that when he came back, then he starts doing all these sermons and trying to teach people. Well, you know, it's, if you study the words of Buddha and how Buddha was, what Buddha believed, born again, Dharma, those words were not actually used, Dharma, but... but Christ talked about things that were clearly reincarnation driven. We're clearly that. So what I'm saying is he was used, I believe, in my opinion. I hope I'm not pissing off a whole bunch of people out there about my beliefs. But from what I could tell, he was trying to teach people about peace and kindness and, and treating each other well and being accountable for your own actions um, and that you have to become young, you have to become little again in order to enter. In other words, I think, you know, from what he was talking about, it was basically reincarnation. You have to start over again and again, refine yourself, learn those last lessons. Well, anyways, <clears throat> and then he was, you know, betrayed and crucified and everybody, you know, after that happens and of course they said that he was on the cross for six hours he didn't die on that cross they the the, the buddhists talk about the hate that he was actually returned he actually he physically returned to where he was and he died there in his 80s with his wife he actually had a wife so there's so many different stories what do you believe right okay but the teachings of feed the poor you know be kind, be kind, so big. And yet those people out there that use his name, who say that he is their savior, are far from like that. They are the hatred. <clears throat> they, they promote hatred. And they're the ones that are following this president. And they think that he is, you know, I mean, Hitler even said that his 
whole campaign was Christian-based. In what universe, or Jesus-based, in what universe would Jesus want the annihilation of his people, you know, his ancestors, his, his family, so to speak? In what universe would that be the case? Seriously. And so then, here we have Trump now. Oh, his aim is Christian-based. Really? To throw people to the curve, take rights away from people. Jesus never mentioned anything in his teachings at all, up contrary to the LGBT group of people being bad. He never said squat about it. That was all Old Testament shit. All Old Testament stuff. He never said anything about it. If anything, he showed compassion and mercy to those people. And interestingly enough, people are using Jesus to have hatred towards the LGBT group. And um, now they want to remove... Trump has said he wants to erase transgenders from the earth. Yeah. What is up with that? Does that... I mean... There's no compassion here. This man has problems, but he's using Christ to do it, and it just disturbs me. Anyone who's going to use this peaceable creature for their hate, it is hard to sit there and stomach it. It's hard to listen to them. It's hard to hear them say these hateful things, and then, and then in the same breath, you know, I'm a good Christian person. I have, I believe in Jesus. And okay, if you believed in Jesus, you would not be following this man. You would not be a Republican if you believed in Christ right now. How can anyone consider themselves a Republican? I mean, a, a Christian or a believer in Jesus Christ and his teachings, If and, and then in the same breath, be in that group of people. Now, maybe long ago before this hatred started, yeah, okay, <clears throat> could be. But now the hatred is so awful that you cannot even, that I have not really spoken to one person in that party that that goes with that party that doesn't have a hate in them towards people of color or immigrants or gays or lesbians you know they just scream this hate and yet and yet they, they have such a love for Jesus the love for Jesus from what I can tell is not because they love Jesus it's because they love the fact that their religion gives them a gives them a pass I believe in Jesus and his sacrifice, so all my sins are forgiven. So I'm going to go out here and just be shitty and awful to everybody I can find. But I'm going to get out of it because, you know, I've saved. That's what it feels like. And I don't like that feeling in my heart. I don't want to look at my fellow man whom I thought I knew. And there's many, okay? I have friends who I thought I knew, but because they listen to the rhetoric of this new president that we have has only been in office for two years his hateful rhetoric and they just love him they just love him he's so hateful and scary and they just love him and they and you listen to them side with this educated people wow you know it's like people who understood who had who had uh followed science and and which to me is the language of, of god um followed science and, and, and rational things, logical, logical beliefs, um, who had love in their hearts, okay? These, these people were like that, and all of a sudden, because they are Republican and they want to stay in their party, they side with this man. You know, my husband, 
He's nonpartisan. He refuses to side with the party because he doesn't like that, but he'll go with whatever candidate that, he, that, 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 that fits the proper attitudes of kindness and peace and, you know, love and all that kind of thing. And Obama was it for him. He loved Obama and so do I. And, and, um, but he never ever said, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. He won't do it. He won't do it. And he has a hard time because when he's at work, you know, uh, he has to deal with this thinking and trust me, you know, these are people that are educated suddenly just because they don't want to leave their party. They won't sway away from their party. They're going to stand behind this this new president, and he is ruining our world. He is throwing us into the deepest debt we've ever been. The economy is only good for the rich, not for us. I promise you, not for the poor, only for the rich. He has given tax cuts only to the rich, not the poor, not the middle class. So much so that now... They want to come after our social security. Yeah. Because in their thoughts, they think that that's an entitlement program. It does not add to the deficit. Social security is bought and paid for by the people. It is, it is their particular fund, but they want to pull out of it now. They want to cut social security, Medicare, Medicaid, all those things. They call them entitlement programs. They just lumped social security in with all these other programs and yet that's not fair because it's not right. They're just and, and there's so many people out there dumb enough to believe that. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. No, it's not. You you must not want to have a future at all. <laughs> so anyways, it's triggered me. This whole thing has triggered me. I'm gonna tell you folks. This whole thing, this anger fest that's going on in the White House. And now even worse. Okay. Midterm elections are here. <clears throat> I'll be heading out to vote. And uh, the new thing that's happened now is that um, bombs have been sent to all the Democrat figureheads. Obama had one sent to his house. Clinton's. Um, many, many people. I don't know all their names. Even Robert De Niro. Joe Biden. His family. Robert De Niro, okay, he's been very vocal against Trump lately, and the, he had a pipe bomb sent to his house. There was all these bombs sent, and do you know what's really funny now is that you? I'm hearing people say that, oh, it's the Democrats doing that to make us look bad. What the heck? Come on, we don't speak hate. We're gonna we're gonna fight our battles most likely. At the, pol at the polls, you know, at the voting booth. That's where we're going to fight our battles. If you're going to get into a, 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 you know, Trump said something the other day about the Democrats are nothing but an angry mob. Their son, Junior, the older one, actually said <laughs> that the liberals are the, t are, are the epitome of Nazis. Seriously, he's his father is not not the liberals. It's so comical to hear them try to turn those tables and twist things, you know. But um, angry mob, yeah, we are angry, but we kind of organize in our intelligence. That's what I've noticed, the difference between the two parties. It didn't used to be that way, folks. Did you know that? 
both sides had some intelligence in them, but now it's like the Republican side is devoid of it. And the only educated group out there that really pays attention to education, who is wanting education to be the thing, uh, and to, to, to foster this type of thinking of, anyways, that's the Republic, uh, the Democrat side. I tried to explain this to my sweet man and he didn't get it. And he's like, I don't, I don't care about partisan. I said, I know, but you need to care because you see, you're seeing it in front of you. Your so-called educated folks are, are, are throwing their, they're throwing education and smarts out the window and following this path of hate unbridled hate that makes zero sense whatsoever so you know it's triggering me all of this is making me mad and it's making me sad and it's causing me to have lack of sleep i i worry constantly you know i i i i'm up until two in the morning you know I jokingly, I laughed at myself. I said, gosh, I've turned into my parents. My parents went into this period when they hit their 60s, 50s, 60s, where the news was on all the time. My mom and dad were worried about our nation then. And now I'm worried about our nation. And I feel like my parents all over again, like I'm standing, staring at that television or, or my computer now as it is, you know, checking out all the, all the latest news and just, just upset that I'm seeing so much awfulness out there, it's sad, and I'm trying hard to find the good. I'm trying so hard to find the good, but every time I look for that good, I see this hate, and it just makes me sad. So I, I go get depressed, you know, and I fall into this depression. I've been falling into a depression now for almost two, three weeks going on. You know, my mom passed, and that was a trigger, and then, and then, and then this, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere comes this hyper nature. So my mania hit, man, I was awake for days, seriously. And, my, and in my mania, I was voraciously reading the news, just upset. I, I have to let it go. I'm going to go and vote and I'm going to have to just pray and let it go because I can't fix it my own self, just by myself. All I can do is cast my vote. And hope that others get out there. I do my best to tell people to get out there to vote. Do your job. Do your civic duty. You know, fight for justice in a way that you can do it in, in a peaceable manner. Please don't be hateful. Please don't be throwing things at people. And please don't turn to violence. You know, um, it's, it's, uh, it has gotten truly frightening out here. And, and where I am, I won't say... As I've said before, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, in this neck of the woods, people are so pro this man, so pro Trump and the people that I thought I knew. The words coming out of their mouths is just hard to listen to it, and it has gotten me to where I don't want to speak to anybody. Yeah, they know how I feel. One woman. Well, the lady that used to stare at my house, she still does. Can you believe that? Lord have mercy. I'm not really focusing on her, but she still passes by my house and slows downstairs. I wish she'd stop it. Um, 
our last altercation, as it were, or spoke, speaking time together was uh, she brings up politics because she knows how I am. And I'm pretty vocal about my beliefs of I want equality. I want people to stop stomping on each other. And I certainly want, you know, I, equality for me is important. I have a gay brother who's missing in action, and I have gay nieces and nephews and, and uncles. I mean, uh, yeah. And uh, gay uh, cousins, they're dear to me. I love them, okay? Important, important to my world. And uh, so I stand for them. I stand for human rights. I stand for them. And uh, <clears throat> she does not, okay? She's a thumpy Christian person to where she throws that Bible in my face as much as she can. And we got into it the last time I saw her about the Bible and about, and I just said, you know, I can't go there. I can't go there. I don't want to speak to you anymore. I said, if this is going to constantly be this thing where you keep shoving your faith in my face, could you do it properly? Because if you really do believe in Jesus, you would not believe, you wouldn't be doing, you wouldn't be talking like you're talking about people hating everyone because of their color and their religion and their background. You wouldn't be acting that way if you really believed in that Christ, if you really loved him. You would be compassionate towards your fellow men, but you're not. You're hateful, and you think that they deserve to be stoned to death. You know, that's the other thing. I just, where is this shit coming from? So, uh, but you hear it a lot. You hear it a lot from people, and they just, they, wow. Like I said, folks, you thought you knew, you're just blown away. You're just like, oh, my God, how long have you been feeling this way? You know? First off, you know, and of course, she knows my background. She knows that my family tree, that yes, there is Jewish ancestry there. There is. And um, I'm trying to embrace it a little bit because I feel like I need to. I need to check it out. And, uh, you know, um, and she knows that I'm pro, pro I have gay, I'm pro gay rights pro-LGBT rights. I am so pro that. The rainbow. Shoot dang. Sticker on my car, okay, folks? And uh, human rights sticker on my car. I mean, I I want... I've had some out here that... Well, let me just say this. There was a little, little, little guy at the grocery store the other day who saw my stickers. He was taking my groceries out for me. And I could tell. Okay very feminine sweet sweet young man and he just looked at that sticker and his eyes welled up with tears and I said well, are you okay and he says do you is this really your car and I said yes and he said so those stickers they I said yes I said I have a gay brother and I have a gay cousin and I said I myself consider myself uh gender fluid okay you know and I'm with my husband right now but I I am I consider myself kind of bi in the sense that I don't really look at sex. I look at the person. I said, do you understand? You follow me? And he just, he just, he was shaking. And I said, are you okay, sweetheart? And he said, I can't talk about myself out here. He said, I've been targeted. And, and he said, my boyfriend and I had to break up because we were targets. 
He said the current administration's making it totally impossible. He said we get eggs thrown at our house. And he said I finally broke up and with this person. He said I'm thinking of leaving. And I just, my heart broke for this young man. Yeah. Targeted. Targeted because of his, and he is, I've known him. I've seen him. Sweetest boy you ever met. And they pick on him like that, you know, and violently so. Throwing eggs at his house and his car and and rocks through his windows. And these are people with 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 um symbols on them, you know. God hates fags. Trump hates fags. You know. You should be stoned to death. Things like that being sent through his window. Yeah. And he just was a puddle of tears. I put my arms around him. He says, you better not be seen hugging me. I said, I got my big girl panties on. I do. I said, I'm not, I'm not going to allow them to scare me. I said, you're a sweet young man. How have your parents feel? And he says, my parents don't talk to me because they know now what I am. And so they turn their back on me because they go to the Christian church and they're very anti-gay. So I just felt so bad for this kid. I said, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. Being who you are like that out here is hard. I said, my suggestion is your, your inner feelings about leaving and going to a place. I said, you're at that age now, right? College age. I said, go. If you have money saved up and he does, I said, leave and go someplace where you are accepted because there are places you are accepted, honey. I suggest you go there. I said, I accept you. Open arms. You come to my house any day. I don't care. I said, I have no problem with you or your boyfriend. Shoot, dang. If I had enough room, I'd let you both live with me. <laughs> I said, but you know, he says, I understand. I said, but I think you and your boyfriend, you should get back together. And I think you should move, pack your shit and go. You know, that's sad. He grew up here and poor kid comes out of the closet with his boyfriend and instantly the world just turns on him. He was safe when Obama was in, was in charge. He really was. He didn't really get that way. But then all of a sudden Trump gets in charge and the whole thing turns and it's just like, and I've heard more and more stories about this out here where I live, that more and more people who are gay are feeling terrified their very existence and they're leaving yeah so it's like I said triggers all around I'm trying my best to hold my shit together and be a good parent to my little one who understands all lifestyles by the way because I believe she should know I also told her though for her own self-preservation that she needs to at this point in time keep all these things to herself because we live in a very frightening time that if you speak your mind too much, you know, I can take it, but she's tiny, right? You know, they could hurt her. So I am very, very protective of my little munchkin and I don't want anything happening to her at all. So it's, pre it's pretty sad. I, you know, everybody around here that is, um, of a different lifestyle or whatever, they, they, they're going back in their closets, folks. And it's a tragic thing that you can't be yourself right now. So I feel like people need to get their asses out there and vote. 
and be strong. And I'm not going to talk anymore because it's, I, see right now, I can't even talk about the true bipolar nature other than I am, I am verklempt. This world has made me, this country has made my heart sad right now. I want things to change for the better and uh, didn't want to make this political, folks. I didn't. But unfortunately, that's what's in the air is politics and it is rough. So... I'm going to sign off. This is Ruth Wittstein, Once Upon My Unicorn. Let's hope the next cast won't be full of my ruminations over this. Let's hope that we have good news after the polls, um, after the midterms, and that things go well. Let's hope that healing can happen to our nation now, and that we can go back to the values that this nation was actually set upon, you know, not... Not, let's make America great again. Okay, because that, that's the KKK slogan. And I'm telling you, I'm not down with that. I'm not down with racism. I'm not down with any of that. I want to make America great again back to the Obama era. Let's do that. Let's go back to where we started to have some great peace amongst the peoples. And we had good, you know, the unemployment was down and... Our, our economy was good and people were, were embracing their education and there wasn't this constant anger and violence in the world in our place. And other, other countries are watching us too, you know. They're watching us and they're laughing at us. Canada thinks we're just the biggest joke on the planet right now. They think that we are just, you know, because Canada's legalized marijuana. They are very openly pro-gay <clears throat> and... You know, and here we are over here just going right back, steps back. And they're looking at us like, you people are crazy. What happened? Well, they know what happened. But they know that we're not, it's not all the people, too. They, I think a lot of them feel sorry for us. <laughs> all right. Enough said. Once upon my unicorn, this is Ruth Woodstein. Thank you.